0: Welcome back to We Love Lucy. I'm Allison Werma. I'm Corinne Eckhart. And
1: I'm Molly Lyons.
0: Love is in the air today. Happy Monday, (laughs) guys. (laughs) Love is in the air because it's Monday.
2: Today we're going to talk about Lucy Plays Matchmaker, which aired May 25th, 1953.
0: Tell me what it's about, Molly. Oh, I think it will. Lucy and Ethel play matchmaker for when Fred's
1: friends was visiting from out of town. Things get
0: Complicated. Classic. Wait, do you think, this is a poll, do you think hijinks ensue? <laughs> you know what? I would put money on it. Would you? Would you put, I would. Would you bet your life on it, Molly?
1: Yes. Really? If it's an episode of I Love Lucy, if there are no hijinks, it didn't
2: happen. So when we open Lucy's placing Fringe. bets. She's
0: playing <laughs> French. Yeah. There is, might
2: be money. That changes hands. Who knew that we would open on a squad of four?
0: Yeah. Hashtag squad
2: goals.
0: (laughs) Who would you say is the queen bee of the crew? Mm -hmm. Lucy, obviously.
2: Oh, I think it's Carolyn. She's a scene stealer. She's
1: the one who starts off facing away from us, and then gets up to like talk smack about yeah, Sylvia Collins. She has
2: a lot of opinions.
1: Oh my goodness. (laughs) She's like kind of the devil on Lucy's shoulder. She comes around totally
0: lurking. But yeah, they were being kind of catty. slut shamey yeah well because they had been at a dance the other night i am where were they i imagine at the lodge or the club Say really. (laughs) but i guess sylvia is the only single gal among them i know right
1: dare she how
0: dare she live her truth she's reclaiming her time it's true (laughs) she's reclaiming her time she's reclaiming her time she's just trying to have a good time and go out and dance but all the husbands are after her because she's
2: beautiful they didn't say that she's an old maid or anything, so she must be young.
0: No, she was probably young and fun. Yeah. How dare she? How dare she be young and fun? It's a
1: very classic trope about women being catty. Saying it was completely inappropriate and that all the men were falling all over themselves. They said that she didn't have to light up her own cigarette once the whole night.
2: So many funny quotes came out of that. Yeah, like it looked like the start of the Olympic games. <laughs> yeah, running
1: across with a lit Yeah,
2: <laughs> and the Cuban team was winning. Yeah, and then Ethel called Fred her little fat torch bear because she said she didn't know he could run that fast.
0: <laughs> I didn't know my little fat torch bear could run that fast. <laughs> Maybe the men were just being polite?
2: No. (laughs) Everybody smoked. They could have been lighting anybody's cigarette.
1: Maybe she's really bad with lighters. Honestly, guys, I'm really bad with those little Zippo lighters. I can never make my son do
0: it.
2: Maybe she... Has lit things on fire before And they were like, no, no, no don't touch a match maybe, We'll get it Maybe She'll Sylvia's a already. hazard,
0: yeah <laughs> She's
2: a pyro Maybe yeah,
0: She just gets crazy I'm really into matches, personally <laughs> really? It's fall, I've started lighting candles a lot And the smell of a lit match smells like birthday to me Oh, yeah Like birthday cake. <laughs> they said the biggest female wolf in our group What does that mean? Because all I can think about is like when you call a woman an animal It's like a cougar But what is the female wolf? Does that mean she's prowling?
1: I guess so. I mean,
0: there was an episode where Ricky said that his trombone
1: player was a wolf or something like that. Oh, yeah. Does that mean
0: in the bedroom?
1: (laughs) I I think it does suggest a certain amount of outward physical
0: expression. Howling? (laughs) Howling. maybe would you say that Sylvia howls at the moon?
2: Oh no. There's just a weird hunting aspect yeah. to Not being a predator.
0: wolf. Like yeah. Like a being a predator. And I guess any guy at the party was very willing to be her prey.
1: <laughs> it sounds She didn't even have to be predatory Uh Because they were lining up
2: Yeah, tripping over themselves Like,
1: please, that's what happens to me when
0: I
2: go out, guys
0: Later, when she was telling Ricky about it She's like, the club and I All of us in the club
1: Right, right What
0: club is this? Is this the same club that put on the play The Wednesday afternoon theater group play? Or is it like her bridge club? Which one's bridge? The one they were playing. (laughs)
2: It's the one with the card. Now that we talk about Sylvia and or the men as being predatory, I have a question. Mm -hmm. Have you ever seen a male peacock display his feathers for a female peacock?
1: You know I have.
2: Because this is now what I'm picturing happened at the club is all the men were showing off their feathers for sylvia that
0: would have been f- such a fun scene to see yeah. you know like switching among yeah. all the different men doing their thing
2: and a side note a friend of mine and i have talked extensively about the idea that somebody should do a podcast every episode you go into a different animals mating <laughs> ritual oh So
1: i have heard this yeah i like this idea yeah
2: it's an interesting idea you heard it here it's been copyrighted We'll call it animal sex
1: yeah well i mean the issue is these women are used to the men peacocking but it sounds like maybe
0: sylvia did a little peacocking as well and they don't like that. they were not cool with that whatever let her live but they decided that the best way to get her off of their men's minds is they got to set her up with someone get her off the market get her out of the
2: picture Not the first time Lucy's dabbled in matchmaking. It
0: seems to be quite a passion of her. I was going to say, I do not believe it will be the last time we see it ever. I do hope at some point it will be successful.
1: Oh, also Ethel, they were like, well, what are we going to do? We need to find her husband. And Ethel's like... She can have
0: mine. <laughs> I'll take one for the team. So generous, Ethel.
1: Which I love. It's like this inversion of the classic, take my wife, please.
0: Like, take my husband.
1: You can have it. And then there was something about them all shaking hands. And they're like, there's going to be a wedding. Yeah,
2: I did not understand. Should
1: we all shake hands? And then is someone of us magically married? I don't know. So then at the end of that scene where they're like, the ladies are ready. They have their plan that they've hatched. They're feeling really
0: good. We cut to little Ricky in his bedroom. The it's a baby. It's the first time. <laughs> yeah, after the move. He basically lives in a closet. He's like a Harry Potter. But it's cozy and it's really well decorated. Yeah, there cartoons on the wall. Yeah, I think there's a picture of Bambi. It's cute.
1: Yeah, yeah. And so she like is trying to burp him and then Ricky comes in.
0: Ricky's the just like, hello, baby. And that's probably the only time he
2: sees the baby all day. <laughs> He's
1: like, good night, baby. Good night, moon. <laughs>
2: The interesting thing is I read this scene was cut in syndication. Because you don't need it. It has no. no relevance to the rest of the story. No, it doesn't forward the plot at it all. It was
1: just a gimme to the audience who probably wanted to see the baby.
2: Totally. I Everyone noticed. wants to see the baby.
1: I noticed also he has a little robe that looks like the Prince George robe. Oh, like a christening robe? No, no, no. Like a little back robe, like the one that he met oh, Obama in. Oh, that's such a cute picture. <laughs> we got back into an old dynamic where he's talking to the baby and he's like, were you a good boy today? And she's like, yes, he was. And she goes, were you a good girl today? <laughs> So it's like back to Ricky being a parent, but it was kind of cute and funny rather than him
0: being like, "I'm going to spank you because you misbehaved." Yeah, so I like
1: it better this time around.
0: Yeah, it's more endearing, I guess. It's sweet. So then they go back out. Yeah, and- Ricky tells Lucy that they're going to have a guest, and she's like, "Hold the phone! What? You can't just spring this on me.
2: Who is he? What's his name? Yeah. What are his measurements? What's
0: a, what's going on? But then when <laughs> status, yeah, right. But then when he says it's a guy,
2: the wheels started a- turning.
0: She says, a
1: bachelor in my own trap.
0: Yeah. Bees in the trap. Bees, bees.
1: Did she she set a trap? No. Literally, it was just brought into her home. She didn't do anything.
0: She was a spider, and she had a web, and the fly just happened to come into it.
1: There are spiders and flies referenced in this episode. They make Sylvia the spider, but we'll get there.
2: And then Ricky says that if Eddie is smart enough to have stayed single, that Lucy shouldn't meddle.
1: Right, leave him alone. Well, it's like he's a traveling salesman who's just in town for a few days, a sales trip. And he knows Fred because his uncle was a magic act on the vaudeville. But yeah, he says if he's fortunate enough or smart enough. So, yeah, there's a lot of marriage is terrible humor, which we haven't seen too much of lately. Yeah, So they brought it back, that, that old chestnut.
2: And we also don't see it a lot from Ricky, so it's surprising.
0: It's true. It's usually Fred.
2: yeah. So then he knocks on the door and we meet him, Etty Grant, played by Hal March.
0: And he is specifically, we learn, a negligee salesman. Ugh. So negligee specifically, not just lingerie? Or is negligee like the 1950s word for lingerie? I don't
1: know. Is there a lot of money in just selling negligees?
2: Sure. At the end, he's going to price it for us, and I feel like it's a lot it. of money.
0: Negligee is defined as a woman's light dressing gown, typically made of a filmy, soft fabric.
2: Yeah, I think it's like a slip kind of... For dressing. So you're supposed to wear it. It's Over. not like being in your bra and underwear. You're supposed to wear it. It's like
0: a dressing gown. Yeah. But fancy. Yeah. he's in the negligee business.
2: Right. And Lucy's left the room when he was headed up because she wanted to put on her face for company. And then she enters the room as if – she didn't even know someone was coming over, and she's like, oh, you have company? Oh, this old
1: thing? <laughs> this old face?
2: <laughs> I only
1: put it on when I don't care what I look like. One of the things I think that was funny was, like, he's like, oh, what do you sell? And then he says it like it's a secret. He's like,
0: negligee. That'd be like a door-to-door sex toy salesman <laughs> right? nowadays. Correct. What do you sell? Dildos. Dildos. <laughs> he's like, oh, good for you. <laughs> the logistics of selling negligee door-to-door. So... He can target women who are right. home alone. He can target men. But a 1950s woman answers the door. There's a negligee salesman. How do they work that? Does she try yeah. them on? If you're like, here, try these on in the bedroom. Yeah. And she goes and tries them on. She doesn't come out and model Because that's weird. Yeah. It
2: seems really sleazy if you think about yeah. it.
0: Well, and also it's just like, I don't
1: see you making a lot of big sales. Because we can out later, they're like $100, $200. Women back then weren't allowed to make decisions about their own money. So they have to call their husband and be like, hey, can I buy this negligee? From can- a
2: stranger who knocked on my yeah. door right and He's asked on- me to try things on.
0: <laughs> this man made me take off my clothes. It's, uh- <laughs> I'm naked. Can I buy some clothes to put on my body? Like, how does
1: that work? <laughs> I just saw <laughs> being naked. No. How, how do does being naked, being naked work? So Lucy comes in hot with this guy and she's like, you big, handsome, intelligent man has literally Spend 10 seconds with him.
0: And he's, of course, like, oh, she's into me. <laughs>
1: right? He's like, mm, she knows I sell negligees. Yeah.
0: yeah. He's Ladies like, love the dude who sells the <laughs> negligees. That's what I'm looking for in a man. So A guy who sells negligees. Right. door to door. door to door. Only way to do it. <laughs> hey. Ooh. Though,
1: a moment we haven't addressed, which I loved because it was so absurd, was we found out that Eddie's uncle had a magic act. Because Ricky's trying to get them to talk about something that isn't him being single yeah and then he was like oh yeah he used to saw a woman in half and Lucy's like wouldn't you like to have your own woman to saw in half i was like she is all about that segue
0: she knows how to bring it all back she could be a door-to-door negligee saleswoman she could be. <laughs> honestly well,
2: women should sell them
0: well yeah but she also didn't do a good job of selling vacuums but <laughs> cleaning is not her forte
2: that's true she
0: is passionate about setting people up could she sell door-to-door hijinks <laughs> hello my name is lucy ricardo i am here to be one half of your hijink team <laughs> i just
1: her being in like, an ice cream truck with the, like the music <laughs> she's in a van being like selling hijinks <laughs> uh, need a prank <laughs> i'm your gal
0: yeah yeah
1: well and she literally says to him i know what you need a woman and i'm like we can't really be all that surprised she could just be a bored housewife I mean, he's sleazy, but she's not really making it all that clear.
0: Yeah. But also, Ricky's right there, too.
1: It seems like it gets into a weird area for all of them very quickly. Because then he won't let
0: her
2: leave the house. Ricky won't let Lucy leave.
1: Even to go say hi to Apple.
0: Oh, yes. She's like, well, are you going to take in the theater? Are you going to get someone to show you around? And he thinks she's talking about her. Then he goes down to see the Mertzes. Yeah, and Lucy wants to go down as well. And Ricky's like, girl, no. I know what you're trying to do right now. your wheels turning. Oh, he sees the wheels turning before the they start to turn.
1: He says to her before he comes in he's like, do not try and set this man up and then immediately straight out the gate that's what she tries to do. What a gal.
2: So Ricky's pulling her back and forth through the doorway and Fred and Eddie keep following Lucy as she goes back and forth, which I thought was very funny visually. hmm But then when Eddie and Fred finally leave and Ricky closes the door he starts berating her and I didn't think that was funny.
1: Yeah, not great. He said that he made them look ridiculous which... To be honest She kind of did She
0: kind of did She had a goal Yeah but who going to ca- make it happen Who
2: cares He's a negligee salesman Who are we trying to impress
0: <laughs> Wow just because He's a negligee salesman Doesn't mean you want To
2: impress him grin <laughs> I've decided Negligee salespeople <laughs> Are people not you your people No I'm not into them
1: Well then we talked To Ethel And she went to work On him right away As well
2: Yeah Lucy should have Trusted her hijink partner She left mm-hmm. Ethel down In her apartment For a reason
1: Yeah <laughs> Ethel feels under Utilized.
0: She does, and I think Ethel is a more subtle hygiene master. Correct.
1: But they call Sylvia and make some arrangements mm-hmm. to get these people to have lunch. Yeah.
0: If your friend called you up and was like, Yo, yeah, I met this guy, do you want to meet him at his hotel? What are you doing right now? Do you want to meet this guy I've met once for lunch who I think would be a great fit for you? Although, I mean, to be fair, if someone were to set me up, if it were like one of you guys. Mm-hmm. I would trust you.
2: Yeah, but hopefully we'd know more about the guy than he is in town and single.
0: Yeah. Some might say that we have too much information in this day and age That's because fair. if someone tells you that, oh, I'm going to set you up with this person. First thing you do is you go to your computer and you Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, everything. And well, then you have this impression of them, of whether you're going to like them or not before you even going in.
1: Well, and they have this new thing on one of the dating apps, which to be honest, I haven't been using that much. But they have a thing where you can refer someone to a friend. If you see someone and you're like, oh, I think that my friend would like this person, you can refer them. Wow. That's interesting. That's on Tinder. I haven't been using a lot of Tinder lately, but I did notice that. That's interesting.
2: So Lucy's dialing up Sylvia, and as the phone's ringing, she's calling her... Bleach blonde in sheep's clothing. And then she's like, hello, darling. How are you?
1: Yeah, I thought that was funny. Making fun of how two-faced people can be. Yeah. Bleach blonde. But also, why are we hating on people who
0: color their hair when we know Lucy colors her hair?
2: Right? Lucy does not publicly admit to coloring her hair, though.
0: Despite saving the henna in the fire, which is obviously not for her hair. Yeah,
1: definitely not. And then she's telling her about this divine handsome well-to-do bachelor and that has sylvia drooling yeah well
0: she's really talking him up she says he's just dreamy you'll swoon okay you need to manage expectations a little bit he's fine you'll have a nice time and get a free meal out of him that's what i'd say right
1: how would you pitch it to someone if you wanted your friend to do it
0: you could get free underwear if you play your cards right you just might get a free slip
1: yeah, wholesale, or at least wholesale.
0: Free drinks and free lingerie will get me just about any Interesting, yeah. On the phone, Eddie thinks that Lucy's talking about herself. So okay. it's Yeah, Lucy calls Eddie to tell him. And he's like, oh, yeah, her name's Sylvia, huh? Oh, which oh. Is
1: like, I bet you didn't expect to hear from me. And he's like,
0: well, not so soon.
2: Mm.
1: Dude. How many dude.
2: married women do you think he sleeps with? Yeah. All of them. (laughs) Every
0: woman who gets married, they then go see Eddie
2: Cranston. Everyone whose door he knocks on, I think he tries to get in their pants. Is he a gigolo? Maybe.
0: (laughs) And I was going to say, maybe that's his thing. And then he's like, well, you know, this was a great time. Let me give you a discount on the slips. I'll sell them to you wholesale. Twist. It's not wholesale. They're still marked up. And he still makes a profit. And that's part of his sales game. Mm -hmm. Never trust a traveling salesman. We learned that from the music man. It's true. He dug his claws into the neighborhood Librarian in The Music Man. Mm. Very innocent. Yeah. Marion.
1: So he then immediately hangs up the phone with Lucy. And this dude is never embarrassed. He's completely shameless about all of this.
0: I think you have to be to sell negligees.
1: When Lucy goes to call Eddie, she's like, well, we have the spider. Now I have to get the fly. And I'm like, why is this woman a
0: spider? Because you're setting her up. Like, what, she's you're not sp- going after anybody. Else. If anything, you're the spider and Sylvia's the web. Mm. Because... You're mm. trying to
2: catch the fly.
0: Yeah, that is a
2: better metaphor.
0: I have notes, Madeline Pugh. <laughs> I'm going to blame this one on Bob Carroll. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely. It's like a Bob Carroll storyline. I can
2: a mile away. Bob <laughs> Carroll's special. <laughs> so Eddie hangs up and immediately dials Fred to cancel lunch, but also brag about his date with a married woman. That was
0: weird. Agreed.
2: Because um, also Fred is his uncle's. Well,
1: I just think it's weird. I can't imagine calling a family friend of a different generation and being like, um. So I'm gonna go hook up with a married guy. So they like, can't have lunch.
2: <laughs> what? Wouldn't you just be like, something came up,
1: right? But he even opens the door, being like, "Oh, is it business stuff?" You'd be like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah." So much business. Yeah, meetings, meetings. So many
2: negligees.
0: All
1: of the appointments for my business dealing.
0: <laughs> Conference calls.
1: I'm I'm skyping with this woman who wants to buy a whole load of negligees. <laughs> Got inventory. All the negligees. <laughs>
0: really behind on my expenses. I gotta
1: get my QuickBooks <laughs> so I can write it off on a tax return. Like, what are you talking about? What a guy. <laughs> okay, so Eddie's being shady, and Fred is like,
0: She's ugly, isn't she?
1: You're ashamed of her. He's like, no, she's a doll. She's a real dream. Fred. And then. He's like, but she's married.
2: And then he has this maniacal cackle. Creepy. Chill. Weird. Calm yourself. It felt like she's married, like a bunch of other women I sleep with. I don't know. I just really, there's a lot of evidence that he's a philanderer.
0: Totally. I know
1: like, people have always cheated on each other, but I don't think it's something you just talk about in polite conversation. Mm-hmm. Like, shouldn't he be a little bit embarrassed or mm-hmm. like, want to keep it on the down low?
0: Yeah. Then when he tells Fred, Fred's like, oh, well, why don't we make it four? Because Ricky was supposed to come along to lunch.
2: Fred wants to meet this lady who's married and going to sleep with Eddie. I and don't then know. that's you
0: put the woman in such a weird position. So it's like, by the way, no chill about this. We're also going to have lunch with my
2: friends. With yeah.
1: my uncle's friend and his friend, who I just met yesterday. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and we all know you're married and we're just going to be whispering about you behind your back. And this is also the first time we've met. Like. <laughs> <just> <laughs>
0: So imagine yourself in that scenario, guys.
1: And then friends just like, you are the sly one. All of it is so strange. And then we call the Tropicana, where Ricky's assistant is. It's
2: Ricky Ricardo's office. This is Paul. (laughs) He's the maitre d' played by William Hamill.
1: I thought it was just like... My friend wants to do a line of television, and we're gonna give him a line. He asked
2: me, "May I do a line of television?
0: <laughs> <laughs> One TV line, please." You know it'll be fun,
2: Ricky. I'll yeah. oh, come on. I'll do a line. <laughs> it's
1: just a line. Come on, come on, bye. We'll do a line.
2: Can you Taft Hartley me? He was an under five.
1: It was like again, like the scene with little Ricky where it was like we could have just had Ricky pick up the
2: phone. Right, why bring him in for that? It
1: seems like a waste of resources to be like, We're gonna have another actor. Yeah, an extra line.
2: He needed his health insurance and he needed <laughs> some more hours. So unions. So. Yeah, he asked for a favor. <laughs>
1: That's what I'm saying. I think this is just a friend who's like, give me a line. One
2: line. I hope people listen to this podcast and start to figure out that it's all just about unions and favors.
1: Correct. That's what it is. Yeah.
0: Nepotism. This
1: is the story of the American union worker. And then friends just like, I have an idea. He's got a heavy date. What
0: is a heavy date? Which means
1: it's of heavy importance. He has to blow us off to go on this heavy date. And he's like, but I thought we'll have a little fun. We're going to go to the hotel and see this beautiful girl that he's seeing and you know just have a good time and then Ricky's like haha, okay great and then he goes and we'll have lunch there that place is great so I just like that Ricky's like the
0: OG yelp oh yeah Ricky's like really committed to it mostly because oh yeah it's a good lunch spot which I don't blame him I'll go pretty much anywhere if I get good food like yeah. I'm down for a hijink if it's well catered yeah goes, give me a good salad along with some hijinks Can I get the hijinks on the side, please? (laughs) Thanks. Can I get the shenanigans um, steamed and not fried? Um, Excuse (laughs) me, would you say this prank is going to be (laughs) gluten-free? Because I'm trying not to eat gluten. Uh, (laughs) Is a caper a carb?
1: (laughs) No, but um, a a hijink is. (laughs) I mean, I only do hijinks that I can pronounce all the ingredients.
2: Cruelty-free hijinks. (laughs) So, Lucy is not going to the hotel sylvia's meeting eddie at the hotel for lunch and then it all goes awry because, because...
1: she's gossiping too long this is why they get into trouble
2: no i don't think she's so she's on the
1: phone for two and a half hours with marion gossiping this is why everything goes awry
2: librarian marion correct
1: <laughs> lucy is sitting on the phone for two hours and 15 minutes talking to marion about their friends whose marriage is not working out she's gossiping and then ethel comes in and is like Get off the phone. Do you know how long you've been on there? And she's like, yeah, no. And then it turns out Sylvia's been trying to reach her for two hours.
2: Right. And we know Ethel has a dedicated line because it's mm-hmm. the one thing Fred sprung for. It's yeah.
0: the only thing she has going for her in her life.
1: And she's like, she waited so long she had to call me. <laughs> and so she called Ethel and Ethel gets things done.
2: So Sylvia broke a tooth, which feels uncommon. Was she eating an apple? Was she playing softball? Was she walking, and someone was swinging a bat nearby.
0: I imagine... Did fly into her face? Did a bird hit her clipboard, and then her clipboard knocked the tooth out? Yes! Was she eating an ice cream cone, and she got a bit of cookie dough that was just too frozen? Was she
1: biting on a diamond to see if it was real? Yes! And
2: was it a blood diamond? <laughs> so, Ethel comes up to tell Lucy that she's missed all of Sylvia's calls, Sylvia won't show up at the hotel, and Lucy can't reach Eddie... So Lucy's decided instead to go tell Eddie herself. Right. Meet Eddie at the hotel herself.
1: Terrible idea. Why didn't I go?
2: Well, the thing is, you knew it was going to end up that way. Totally. You definitely knew when Eddie thought that Lucy was his date, that Lucy was going to end up at the hotel, but you didn't know how
0: totally also can i just say whatever they say about sylvia being a wolf or you know having big boobs or whatever but shout out to her for trying to let lucy and eddie know that she couldn't make it someone in modern culture would just be like i'm just gonna ghost so good for her for having class and manners
1: not ghosting yeah 100 points for not
0: ghosting. yeah that's classy but yeah so lucy of course ends up at the hotel she has a hair appointment So she's like, I'll just stop at the hotel on the way to my hair appointment, even though my hair looks perfect right now. I don't know what she's getting done.
1: She should have sent Ethel. But the thing I thought was weird is that she doesn't seem to be aware of the fact that Eddie's been super lecherous. And he was like, "Mm mm-hmm,
0: Sylvia.
2: Fred's in the lobby and he's waiting for Eddie to meet his dame.
0: And he sees Lucy coming. Right. And so he, I don't know what he expected, but he was surprised to see Lucy there hid in a newspaper, and then Lucy started trying to explain to Eddie what was going
2: on. And we hear the beginning part of that conversation, but clearly Eddie's not having it, because they continue to have the longest conversation about this.
0: Forever. Yeah, and then Ricky comes in, and so Fred's like, oh shit, we can't let him see that Lucy's going to cheat on him.
2: Because I've already told him that Eddie's meeting a married woman. Mm -hmm. Even though, do you think Fred at this point really thinks she's cheating? It feels
1: like he does. That he's like, oh no. That's the married woman. Ricky can't see it. Because otherwise it would just be like, Rick, this is crazy. Let's all go see why we're all here. Yeah.
0: (laughs) yeah. He like covers Ricky's eyes. And and yeah, he tries to get him to go somewhere else for lunch. And Ricky's like, no. This place is great. This place I read in the newspaper has great five cent burgers. (laughs) I don't know if that's how much burgers cost or if that hotel has them. But meanwhile, Eddie and Lucy are still talking. I think she's trying to convince him, but she's smiling and leaning in and probably flirting a little bit. And I don't know what they talk about she's for like, a long time. You're way off base. And
2: he's like well 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 And he's like why is your face so close to mine
0: He totally said well 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 at some He point. did he
1: was like well 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 Sylvia Collins and she's like If you're thinking what I think you're thinking I think you're very off base
0: She should have showed up looking like a mess Well she already did that for the sure. one
1: But then they cover Ricky's eyes And finally he breaks free and sees it And then Eddie's like, well... And then he runs away.
2: Yeah, what a stand-up guy. (laughs)
1: He's not a hero. He's kind of an anti-hero. The first anti-hero in television.
2: (laughs) (laughs) All anti-heroes are modeled after Eddie Grant. A negligee salesman. Ricky's mad. Lucy's upset. Well, Ricky runs out as well, and Lucy follows him, but apparently can't get a hold of him, or when she does catch up to him, he doesn't speak to her, because the next day, she tells Ethel that Ricky's still giving her the cold shoulder.
0: So, here's the question. He's giving her the cold shoulder because she's setting someone up? This is the confusion. They
1: don't even know why they're mad at each other. Right. Again, the communication is completely dead, and they don't even know why anyone's mad. So, Ethel has to come and spell it out for them, like the queen she is.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because Ricky didn't think Lucy was cheating. No no ricky knew the whole time but fred's confused eddie's definitely confused
1: but when lucy hears from ethel what the perceived
0: problem is she's like "I'm gotta go talk to eddie and we'll sort this all out the last right.
2: time you went to go sort something
0: out in person it did not go well correct
2: and i just love ethel's eddie being a man fred and ricky also being men it's so shady eddie thought you were making that date with him for yourself And being a man, he couldn't help bragging to Ricky and Fred that he had a heavy date. And Ricky and Fred, also being men, decided to go down there and spy on him. So Ricky must have thought- Oh no. Right. You know,
1: men following men on other dates. Totally. That's what men do. Classic male behavior.
2: Men cheat when they have heavy dates. Heavy, not light. I feel like it's hot and heavy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's the same kind of vibe.
1: So then the girls go to the hotel and they go banging on Eddie's door.
2: Not misleading at all. No.
1: (laughs) those mixed signals.
2: Please let me explain in your hotel
0: room surrounded by negligence. I do think that she always just has the most innocent and best intentions. Like, she's just so pure that she's like, well, of course they're thinking what I'm thinking.
1: I need him to call my husband and tell my husband
0: it's fine. Yeah. So they are banging on his door.
1: Won't open the door because he's like, you guys have already gotten me in trouble. And this tiny little man comes by and is like, ladies, if he doesn't open the door, you can find me in 914. Because he
0: thought they were hookers. He, he must have. Well, this reminds me of an episode of Golden Girls, where the four women decide to go take a vacation to a beach town, and they stay at a nice enough hotel, and they decide to go get drinks before dinner in the hotel lobby. And there's all these young women around, and then there's all these guys in the lobby. And these guys start talking to them, and they realize, oh my god, all the women here are hookers, and they think we're hookers, too. And then the police come in and try to arrest them all for being hookers, and the Golden Girls are just here to have a nice time. I'm on vacation. We're not here to... <laughs>
1: I'm not working right now. Yeah. We're off duty. <laughs> My light's off, you know? Room
2: 914 is played by Phil Arnold, who was also Harry Henderson.
1: Oh! oh. From Mr. Anderson's clothing store?
2: Yeah, from his fur emporium.
0: And then she goes, fresh. She calls him fresh.
2: I know. I love that as a put down. I'm going to use it.
0: You're being fresh right now. Slap him across the face at the bar and then throw your whiskey in his face.
2: (laughs) So I loved that Lucy and Ethel, because Eddie won't let them in, have decided the way to convince him is to do a reenactment of walking away akin to, you know, when you are behind a couch and you mime walking down the stairs Mm -hmm. (laughs) kind of exactly what it was yeah and it worked yeah
1: and then they knock on the door and say
2: telegram for mr grant
1: and he opens the door and there
2: they are it's two ladies and they shove their way in it's very very forward yeah
0: well they're sick of this shit
1: Right. We gotta get Sylvia on the horn and sort all of this out because we've still got a hot dame for you and you're not even appreciating it.
2: But of course, Eddie gets on the phone with Sylvia that he doesn't believe even exists. And then four seconds later, he's practically in love with we her. have a date. Yeah. yeah. We don't hear what she says, but he's like, well, it's kind of curly.
1: <laughs> Something about his hair? <laughs> yeah. At what point did she ever say anything about his hair?
2: I mean, I don't know. Probably that he was intelligent and handsome, and Sylvia's probably laying it on thick.
1: You know what? It makes me understand why Lucy and the gals were so threatened because Sylvia got game. This is what we learned. Yeah. She knows how to
2: sweet talk a man. Yeah, yeah four seconds on the phone, and he's chasing her. So Lucy sends Eddie to go pick up Sylvia. To bring her back to the hotel so that she can get Ricky to come by so that all of this could be sorted out. Which feels like a lot of moving pieces.
1: Yeah. She, like, doesn't believe in the power of a phone call.
2: Why didn't Ricky just get on the phone with Sylvia? And Sylvia be like, yeah, Lucy tried to set me up on this date, and I broke my tooth.
1: I looked like a beaver. I couldn't
2: go. Yeah. On his way out, Eddie says, ladies, feel free to take a negligee on me, except you have to pay for it wholesale. Wholesale. Yeah, I'll
1: give you a negligee wholesale.
0: But they're still like, eh, why not?
1: We're going to check out the merchandise.
2: So they decide to try them on,
0: and so they go into the bathroom to change.
1: And while they are in their negligees...
0: Someone else comes knocking on the door. Well, well, well. If it isn't Fred and Ricky. How do they know that they were there? They are looking for Eddie,
2: right? And they ran into Eddie in the lobby. Got but it. We don't know that, right?
1: So they knock on the door, and Lucy opens it in a negligee.
0: Scandal. It looks bad.
1: Yeah, it's incriminating. It looks
0: bad. Lucy's negligee is whatever, but Ethel's... The negligee looks fine. Yeah. But the optics of it... Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I'm also... As a separate thought. Right. Ethel's negligee looks... Fierce, yeah. But they were surprised to see both the women there, but particularly surprised when Ethel
2: comes out.
1: Ricky goes, what's going on? You must be out of your mind. And then... (laughs) <laughs> Ethel comes out and Brad goes. He must be out of his mind. Which unnecessary, but funny.
2: It's a threesome joke, though.
1: It's more like, why is anyone sleeping with Ethel? I felt like yeah, what, yeah, but
2: still, the implication is that they've been All the three be of them. them. Yes,
1: it's really a pretty saucy episode. Yeah, like, like adultery. I know. I mean,
0: with the best friends. They let like, kids watch this, right? And people are always like, fifties. We're a simpler time. Nostalgic TV. There was no. Infidelity, there were no threesomes. Here we are. <laughs> you know, what they always say too many threesomes in 2017. Let's go back to the yeah. 50s when it was two sums. <laughs> it's the incorrect number of threesomes now in 2017. But
2: yeah, so.
1: Then they decide They're like No girls Tell us the real story We don't believe you Because Lucy lays it all out And Ricky's like That sounds crazy
2: Because it kind of is
0: Hello You're married to Lucy She always does crazy stuff And guess what It always ends up being true Yeah Yeah.
1: But then they're like Give me the real story So then she starts laying it all And really thick about How they're gonna fly down To South America They're running away together To be a polyamorous trio
0: I guess Good for them Who's the first wife? Lucy probably Poor Ethel
1: And then we find out That they Were just being mean Because they had already Run into it And Eddie explained And they were fine But they wanted to make The girls suffer
2: Well Lucy's story Involves them Going to South America And At the end When everybody makes up They ask if they can buy their negligees and Ricky looks at the price and says that's too much money have fun in South America
1: (laughs) (laughs) we have decided to let you go to South America
2: and I agree that was a lot of money for a a negligee over $1200 today that's crazy and every
1: episode it feels like ends up with a huge bill to be footed so I think it was a good break for them not to get
0: a huge expense we've realized the price of hijinks is pretty high it's yeah. a really,
1: really big hijink
0: budget. Hijink was, budgets yeah, in, the... in
1: this family. <laughs> I haven't been budgeting enough money for hijinks.
0: I clearly haven't been either. Do you think we can write them off for taxes? Well, one
1: can only hope.
0: <laughs> this
2: was very multi layered episode, which I really liked. I
0: yeah. I appreciated
2: it. Even though it seems so racy for the 50s or for a family show, I loved all of the innuendos and the joking around. And
0: yeah, it was fun. Yeah. Heavy dates. Heavy dates? Yeah. Days. I'm about to put a heavy date on my calendar. Ooh. Men just being men and
1: stalking each other <laughs> Love that
2: As they do And we never She'll even
1: negligees, I'm into all of
2: it And we never even met Sylvia Which is crazy She's such a prominent character I can't wait
1: to meet her Do I, you think we'll meet her in a future episode? No, I think she's gonna go on the road with him Yeah, I thought this episode was really fun And it felt very contemporary in terms Yeah, of it stuff. did
2: I feel like I can't think of any But I just feel like it's such a trope To open a hotel room door And to find someone who you didn't expect
1: Well, on Friends, kind of, the episode at the end of season nine, I want to say, when they all go to Barbados. Yeah. And Rachel and Joey are in one hotel room and Charlie and Ross are in the other hotel room. And, like, they start kissing and then somebody knocks on the door and they're like, well, we can't have people see us in here because we're not supposed to be romantic, but we're in this hotel room together.
0: I can't wait to see how many more times people think Lucy's hitting on them.
1: Right. She's just that magnetic person who everyone falls in love with. Must be hard.
0: I think we're going to see this pattern again. I think so too, and I'm excited. I like romantic entanglements personally.
1: I'm curious to see if Ricky learns to respond in a different way and has different tactics because she's not changing her ways. So, in order to keep things exciting, maybe he will.
0: Okay, well, thanks for listening again this week, guys. We have a couple more episodes left of the season for yes, you. Coming we're
1: coming up on the
0: end. For, of this season. Of season not two. of all of it forever true although guys just (laughs) identify the show does end at some point what so we will too (laughs) what it's not still on what (laughs) (laughs) as always you can find us on social media at we love lucy podcast on instagram at we love lucy pod on twitter
1: and you can send all thoughts and feelings to our email at we love lucy pod at gmail.com also check us out on facebook we love lucy podcast
0: love you lucy see you next time